I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer, Ross Barber. And singer-songwriter, Marcia Novelli. This week, we are pleased to welcome Detroit-based musician and producer Brandon Williams to the show. Brandon is one of the premier drummers on Detroit's live music scene and is well known in the industry for his ability to play numerous instruments and for his versatile repertoire. In 2009, he collaborated with Vicky Winans on How I Got Over. The album earned him nine stellar award nominations, including one win, a Grammy Award nomination and a NAACP Image Award. As a producer, he has lent his hand to such artists as Jasmine Sullivan and Jay Electronica, and his production work can be heard in commercials such as the 2015 Honda Fit TV commercial featuring Questlove of the Roots. His debut solo album, 12, reached number one on the UK soul charts in February 2015 and has received much critical acclaim. We're excited to find out more about his journey, creative process, and the advice he'd offer to fellow musicians and aspiring producers. Hey, Brendan. How's it going? Hey, what's, that, what's happening, Ross and Marcy? Are you all all right? I'm okay. We're doing well. Yeah. Good, good, good. Got through that intro. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it sounded good to me. That's, a, that's, I think, Ross, would you agree that's our longest intro that we've ever I'm had? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I mean, uh, but you've done so much great stuff. It's, exactly. it's hard to condense uh, a long career because I know that you've been in the industry since you were 12. Oh, right. Um, so you've been in the industry for a long time. It's hard to condense that amount of time into a uh, 30 to 60 second intro. So I hope exactly. we managed it relatively successfully. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's fine. I mean, it, it, was, it was good. <laughs> yeah, just jump right into things. I'll make sure that next time I do it, it's shorter. <laughs> Wait, oh, don't do that. Don't you do don't want to do that. It's all good. <laughs> So tell uh, us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Three things about me that, that everyone should know. Um, the first thing, um, I love God. That's number one. Um, I love music. Number two, and I love love. Ah, I know you're all about the one. love. I've, 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 I'm all I've about I've been reading through your Twitter and your Facebook posts, and love is something that comes up constantly in almost every tweet, I would say. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm all about it, man. I'm all about it. Love is um, it's just one of those things that, um, you know, it helps everyone get through life. You know, and if you don't have enough of it, then, you know, it, it I don't know, it's, you know, kind of a breakdown. But, you know, I mean, we've seen people who haven't, you know, who haven't had enough love, and we see where they end up. Mm-hmm. You know, but love is just one of those very powerful things that can make us really great human beings. So, I love yeah. that, man. I'm I'm a firm believer myself that, like, I, I'm a dad to to two little boys, three year old oh. and, and a five five month old. And, and I mean, I I can't offer them everything in the world, but what I can do is offer them love, man. You know what I mean? It's the yeah, most same, important. Yeah, thing. same same thing for me. I, um, y'all just had you know my first son. He'll be ah. two 
Oh, congrats, man. Coming up in January. And you know, I, can't, I can't give him everything. But again, yeah. you know, like you said, I can give him all of the love, um, you know, that, that I have. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's really all we need. I mean, you know, and some food. Yeah, and some know. food. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, and but, some but living warmth. <laughs> that's all encompassed in the love, though. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, that's right, actually. When you really think about it, it really is. And I have to say, I love food. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it all comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. So as we mentioned in the intro, um, you started in the music industry at around 12, working, what? you worked under Grammy and Billboard super producer Michael J. Powell. Right, right. Um, I would be interested to know what maybe the biggest lessons you learned from him were, and how do you apply them to your work today? Um, really, the, the, the biggest lessons um, that I got from Mike, you know, I, I really watched, um, it, it was really more about watching him and what he did. Um, watching him is really where I learned how to be a music producer and a record producer. So, um, you know, it's kind of, I, I can't even really explain how, kind of how he operates. Um, but it's kind of like a movie director and, you know, I mean, you just kind of guiding people, um, you know, to this really big picture. He, I could always see that he had the picture in his head and, and what he wanted to hear was always there. So he just had to kind of guide people into what, you know, into what they wanted or, or into what he wanted. Um, so that was, I mean, that was really uh, one of the biggest things. And, and then to keep your ears and your mind and your heart open to the music um, and, and keep it open for change. Because, you know, things do change. You know, a lot of times you may have something in your head and you may be dead set, you know, because I've been thinking about this song for a week or two or a month. Um, you know, and then something that you had in your head doesn't quite fit. It doesn't quite work. So, you know, just being open to that and, um, you know, and just changing things where needed to make it better for the song. So, uh, that's, that's you know, the hardest I, for always, the artist usually. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I've always learned, you know, from him that the song is, is the most important thing. The song is most important. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know that you uh, you play a lot of instruments, unlike what a lot of people who who maybe call themselves producers that are maybe not producers in the <laughs> traditional kind of sense of the word. Um, you mean the beat maker sense? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ross and I yeah. were just having a conversation about this actually, and you know, it's it's an art form in its own sense, but that it should have a different name. It should have be, yeah, even it, if it's, it's just beat producer. Right. It 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 should have you know, and I used to be. Um, you know, because I've always wanted to be a record producer, you yes, know, do songs and okay, you know, you do this and I need you to play this like that. I need you to do this like that. You know, and then you had these guys who just sit down to the MPC or sit down to Fruity Loops. I remember when Fruity Loops first came out <laughs> back in like, I don't know, maybe 90, no, it, it maybe 2001 or two or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's, I think that's when people really started. Uh, that's when that, that, that um, producer thing came. And, and the lines got kind of blurred, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I've just been sitting in my bedroom and making beats and now I'm a producer. But what have you produced? You know, you, you aren't a record producer. You haven't produced the song. You know, you don't have any, like you don't even have an artist on this song. No one's singing. No one's rapping. You haven't you know, you haven't really done anything um, but sit there and make a beat, um, you right. know, and not, you know, and, and not that I can knock that or take away from that because it is an art form. Right. Um, you know, to that. And I mean, that's something that I do as well. But um, yeah, me too. 
Yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, the lines just got kind of blurred. But I think it would be, you know, would be um, cool to just have a different title for, you know, for yeah, that. Yeah, a different title. Of just producer. Well, you know, yeah. what? it's also like um, someone that's just starting on guitar, you can't really compare to somebody who's been playing for years and, and really knows how to craft a song or really exactly. play an instrument. It's the same thing because the, the program's there, the sound's already there, so it's not mm-hmm. going to sound terrible. But right. it's not the same as someone that knows what they're doing. Like, like compare like someone that's just messing around with with Fruity Loops to like Timbaland. <laughs> it's right. It's like, not. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same thing. No. Yeah. It's it's just not the same. Like no. you know. Okay. You've been playing guitar for two months. You aren't a guitar player yet. Exactly. You know. You just play good. You you play yeah. guitar. You play at the guitar. But you yes. are not a guitar player. Eric yes. Clapton is a guitar player. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Wes Montgomery. He is a guitar player. Sounds or like you know. Or was a guitar player. Right. But, right. Right. Yeah, it's um yeah, the lines are just, you know, really blurred. You know, mm-hmm. but again, uh, you know, there are some people who um, you know, who do that and do it well. You yeah, know, one of, of my mentors, you know, Jay Dilla, he was one of those guys, even though um, you know, eventually he did start to produce songs, but he was the guy that sat in the basement and just made beats all day. Like I remember when we were building his studio and um I'm guessing this may have been two, around 2002 or so. And um, we left his house at three in the morning, maybe. And and we were literally building the studio around him. We had to get like a little area of the control <laughs> done so he could set his MPC up just so he could, you know, just so he could work. And um, so we built the studio kind of around him. But this one particular time, I think, again, we left maybe at two, three in the morning. And we got back at eight in the morning and he still hadn't went to sleep yet. <laughs> but he had been working the entire time we were there from seven in the morning to, you know, to two or three. I mean, I, I literally saw this guy go for days and not, you know, not sleep, not eat. He would just sit in his basement with his MPC 3000 and make the most incredible music. You know, some of the most incredible stuff that I'd ever heard in my life. You well, know. how do you pro- uh, approach a session as a producer? Um, it, it it just kind of depends on what, you know, it, everything, the, the approach is different, you know, because I, I, I can't produce a pop record the same way that I can produce a hip hop record or R&B record. Um, you know, R&B record, you know, I mean, I can, you know, because the lines are kind of blurred there, too, with R&B and pop and all, those things are kind of almost the same now. You know, when you listen to, you know, maybe Usher or Chris Brown, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not, um, you know, traditional R&B in the sense of, you know, things that we would listen to in the 90s. But, um, yeah, my approach is is different. Like if I'm sitting down here, you know, in in my pre-production studio, then I may approach it. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I could sit down to the MPC and do it that way. Start off with a drum pattern first or I may sit down to the piano or I may pick up the guitar and just kind of craft it around, you know, just around whatever I'm hearing at the time. Well, are you, but, are you often co-writing or does an artist come to you with a fully written song and you're... Uh, are you bringing it to life? Are you are you um, playing some of the instruments for them? Like, what kind of? I know it's always different, but is there a right. general um, general approach you take? Like, when you first receive a, a a song from somebody, or if somebody approaches you saying they want to work with you? Yeah, if um, n- normally because I, I don't like to sit at home um, unless I'm creating music for myself to put out. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't really like to sit at home and just create. Um, not for an artist, because I feel that I, I just kind of like to do it how they did it in the old days. I need you, you know, you come to me with a song, you come to me with lyrics, 
and then let's craft this song together. Yeah, I think that's what you know. That's yeah, that's that's kind of the way I like to do it. You know, and then this goes back to the whole beat maker thing. Like I can sit here and make a hundred beats and say, okay, yeah, you take this one, you take this one, and you write to it. And not that that's bad either. Um, you know, because there have been some great songs written, you know, from somebody just coming up with some music and sending it to a songwriter. But, um, yeah, I like to do it more in a traditional sense where, you know, you come to me with the song, I'll sit down to the piano or the guitar, or whatever, you know, will be the lead for, you know, for that song. Yeah, I and like that because I mean, kinda, we, it's kind of go from there. Well, I mean, we live in such a social media um, kind of what's what I'm looking for. It's just it's overtaken us so much that, right. you know, it's the whole right. it's kind of the kind of thing they say, like it, it's brought us so close together, but, you know, it right. pushed us so far apart. So I love that you still yeah. do that because, I mean, at least you could still be in a room with somebody and create something. You know, right. uh, and again, not like you said, not to take something away from people who want to create, you know, via, you know, the internet or anything like that. But mm-hmm. that, I, that's nice. But it's also, I think, because you're an artist. So I think th- there's right. a separation for you. I mean, if you're going to create something, that's for you. Where someone's going to bring you something and then, you, then you're going to collaborate with them. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of how yeah. you separate it for yourself? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and a lot of, you know, it's crazy. A lot of my record had to be done that way. Um, you know, just because... You know, it, it, it wasn't feasible to, to spend three or four hundred dollars for a plane ticket to get to the studio. You know, my, my main thing was spending the money on the record. So let's, you know, let's get the music done. Uh, but I did try to go out as much as possible so I could be in the studio with these people. You know, but a lot of people are recording at home, you know, so you may not, you know, you may not fly out to just go for, you know, for this guy to do this keyboard part for 10 minutes. Yeah, no, that so, makes perfect sense. You know, so yeah. it's like, well, yeah. you go ahead, you know, you of go course. ahead, get it done, send it back to me when you're done. But, you know, if there was something that needed to be written, like, I, you know, I, I did um, a session with uh, a young lady named Chocolate who's featured on my album. And she was actually touring at the time. I said, well, where can we meet where we can actually write this song together? She was like, well, I'll be in Atlanta for two days. So if you can fly down here, you know, then then we'll get it done. So I flew down to Atlanta for a couple of days. We made it happen. Uh, but it was just really good to be in the room with her to create that song. There's a synergy that happens that just cannot it, it, fully happen. Yeah, to the computer it is. Screen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, um, you know, at least the core of the song that's the most the, important. Right. And you get to, ex- you know, it's just that just that exchange, you know, because some of the songs on, on my album weren't written that way. You know, I, I created the music. Um you know, sent sent the music bed out and okay, you write to it, you send me back the lyrics. Um, I'll say, okay, we'll change this lyric, change that lyric, change this. You send it back to me, okay, the lyrics are cool, put down your final take, and then I'll build the rest of the song around, you know, around what you did. Um, you know, but I mean it's you know, I mean beautiful uh beautiful music comes out, you know, in 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 all of those types of ways. Right. But I, I think that um that a lot of it, you know, a lot of stuff has been lost. And that's why we aren't getting as much great music as we used to have in the 80s, 70s, the 60s, because people aren't people aren't feeling each other, um, you know, and, and then the love factor is so important. You know, that that's another thing and another reason why a lot of the music felt the way it did before, because people were in the room actually loving on each other. You know, we back I to mean, the love. Yeah, back to I the think, I think we mentioned yeah. that before. Did we mention that uh, before the interview, Ross? Or was that mentioned? Uh, no, we, meant, we, we talked about it uh, right at the start. And I think yeah, uh, yeah, I, that's right. I can totally relate to that. I think you can tell by listening. Maybe maybe the, the average listener might not be able to tell in the same way that, that we can because we are involved with music every day and we, we right. listen to so much of it. But, I, but for me, definitely, when I listen to something, 
um, I think I can I can tell when there's a lot of love put into it. Like I can tell when people have been in the room together and this has meant so much to them and they've you know really yep. collaborated. I think you can feel that versus right. when there's not that connection there. Exactly. I um, think so too. I think so too. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just romanticizing it, but I, I'd like to say right, I'd, like to think that, I'd like to think that you can feel that too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> with you on yeah. that one. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your album uh, Twelve, which is stylized with Roman numerals. So X. Right. Yeah. Like we mentioned in the intro, it recently charted at number one in the UK Soul Charge, which is yeah. a huge thing. And, and yeah, it was cool. On that. And it's yeah, being distributed I, in Japan and Taiwan. Right, yeah, it's uh, been distributed in Japan. Um, it's been, they released it in March, and uh, it'll be hitting the, the shelves in Taiwan probably within the next month or so. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I have so, a quick you know, fact about Japan for you. Okay. <laughs> what, what, Do you know that, I'm pretty sure, but I say fact, this is, it's only something I'm quite sure of. <laughs> I'm sure I heard. You're quite sure that this is. A I'm fact. quite sure. Yeah, this the, my 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 sure level is decreasing as uh, the sentences go on. <laughs> but um, I'm sure that Japan is the nation that buys the most CDs out of anywhere oh, really? in the world. Yeah, that, that's that's absolutely true. And it, yes! Japan. <laughs> I didn't find that out until I put my album out. Right. Um, you know, because I, I've sold a lot of records there. You know, but I but I heard. You know, because. You know, Tower Records used to be here, you know, in the States. It used to be really big. All of the Tower Records shut down, but, you know, all of the record stores are still opening, and they're still opening record shops in, you know, in Japan all the time. Uh, but, you know, I didn't know that they weren't into iPods and listening to music on their phones. Like, these people really, really go out and buy <sighs> 10 CDs. Like, I, I remember seeing um, on Instagram, you know, I would search my name and, and I would see that somebody had just got home from Tower Records and they had bought 20 CDs. You know, I'm wow. like, CD is like one of those that's laid out on the bed, you know, of, of these 17 CDs. I'm like, wow, these people are really out spending money on music and buying CDs. You know, it, it, was, it was crazy. That excites me because that makes me think yeah. of like my childhood. You know what I mean? Going to the record store and actually buying tapes and <laughs> cassette tapes and CDs. Yeah, you know? <laughs> remember. <laughs> remember. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's amazing. I got to go to Japan. <laughs> so, um, what what would you basically uh, say to an artist who wants to work with a producer and how they want to get the most out of the producer they're working with? Um, what well, you know something? Um, an artist that that wants to go to a producer to work, uh, just really be serious about what you're doing. Um, I've had a lot of people approach me who just weren't serious about what they were trying to do. Um, you know, you, you really need to study and, and figure out what it is that you want to do. Um, and, and then the second thing you said for them to get the best out of the producer is actually not their job to do that. Um, it's actually my no. job to get the best out of them. So yeah, that's true. That's true. However, you know, what could they bring to the table to make, you know, it's my job to get the best out of an artist, whether yeah. I'm you mad in the studio, whether you crying in the booth, <laughs> whatever it is, it um, happens. And I've, I've dealt with all of that. I've had, yeah. people, you know, people cursing me out. Uh, <laughs> you know, you broke down in the booth, you were crying because we had to do this one take 70 times. Um, you know, but if you come to me and you like what I do, this is how I work. Uh, so, you know, but it's yeah, it's really my job to get the best out of you know out of them. Well, I guess a better uh, way to phrase that then, like, what can they bring to the table to allow you to do your job the best? Um, 
Um, just just re- really just being serious about the craft and professionalism. Um, and then also also fun. Um, you know, and, and this is, you know, this is a personal thing. Um, I like to have fun in the studio. I don't yeah. like it to be, you know, really serious and, you know, and tight and, you know, and that kind of stuff. I really like to have fun. So if you need to have some wine or whatever, you know, I'm not into the whole, the other stuff, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, but, but if you need to have a drink, you know, to loosen up or whatever it is, you know, um, you know, just come in the studio ready, to, ready to work. Uh, but ready to have fun too. You know that that's what'll get the best out of me because I like to have fun. Uh, yeah, it, you know, personally speaking from personal experience, I've I've had both experiences where it's been very serious and tight in the studio, and then yeah. where it's just been a lot of fun. And I definitely would prefer the the latter of the two. You know, just yeah, you, you still you're still doesn't mean you're not serious about the music, right? But you've got to be able to. You know, I've always I, I always I always kind of say this like um, I don't take myself seriously. I take my my art seriously, and I think that's right. that's the way to be. You yeah, know? it's it's all about balance. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's it's just a balance of it all. You know, we can definitely be serious about the music, but we can be yeah. serious about having fun in here yes, too. You know, exactly. Like, of course, like you know, sure. not, okay, you know, studio time is being paid for, but we just spent five minutes laughing. I mean it's you know, it's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Yeah. You know, but but again, I've seen people like, no, we're not gonna laugh in here today because it's <laughs> money is being spent. So <laughs> like so there's no like we you can't laugh, there's no excess oh, talking, God. there's no you know, like no, right. we need to get this music done. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's just about balance. Yeah, yeah balance exactly. Is the key. For sure. Yeah. And then um, one other question kind of relating to being a producer, if, if someone wants to become a producer, a real producer, yeah, a real, okay. A, a real <laughs> producer. producer, a music producer. A producer. Okay. <laughs> what would be the, the one biggest piece of advice that you would give them? Um, the, it, to be a student of music. Um, that's, that's, that's my, that's my number one thing. Um, you, you have to know what's going on in the music. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, you know, who say they're a R and B producer, but, but you hear the music and it's not really that, you know, or you're a pop producer or, I mean, or just whatever it is that you do. Um, but you just need to be a student of, you know, if you're going to be that type of producer, I need you to be a student of that music. Me, um, you know, wanting to go for, I'm and not, not even necessarily wanting to go for, but I'm just kind of a student of all music. I just listen to it all. And I just kind of pull from, you know, pull from different places. But, um, I, I think that's really the, the main thing is just to be a student of, you know, of the music that you want to create. Speaking of which, do you, um, is there any music or, or band or, or artist that you listen to that people would be surprised that you listen to? Surprised? Uh, not necessarily. I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, just because people know, you know, they know kind of what I do and, and people have been, you know, they've, I get, and I guess with social media out there, you know, you just kind of put stuff out. I I'm like waiting for this. you to I be like, like yeah, that. Marilyn Manson, me, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have anything like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. People will be like, oh, my. You're like, okay. Right. But, um, but <laughs> it, it's funny. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know this, but one of my favorite, uh, favorite genres of music is uh, country music. Oh, really? Um, I'm a huge fan. Uh, like, when I jump in my car, that's the only thing that's on. I don't listen to anything <laughs> else except country music. Uh, our country music station here, you know, in Detroit is 99.5. 
and you know i'll jump in the car and that's what's on well let's you know, narrow, let's be specific yeah. here is this old school country is this new country is this pop country this is new country okay but new country's okay but not like the kind of crap that's recently come out where they're trying to like make country but like bro bro country yeah it's like well, it's Fox, beer you know well it's some of that stuff too on that station <laughs> i just can't i can't do it <laughs> yeah you know because they have to make money too but yeah, so some of that stuff is on that station but um but yeah, so but definitely not leaning toward that country. Right. Uh, not redneck country. Uh, let me see. Yeah, not yeah, not that. No. <laughs> see, I quite I like I'm more into the, the Americana kind of stuff, like uh, more the more folky side okay, of country. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I okay. think I that's okay. the kind of uh, I, I dig a lot of that. Like because obviously a, a lot of nice harmonies and. Oh yeah, like I, yeah. I'm a, a Shania Twain, Leanne Rhymes. Oh yeah, yeah, I can I can dig early, that. You know that early '90s, late late '90s kind of country. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, country is my that's my thing. Well, that surprises me a little bit for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you think know, you'll ever work on a country record? Um, if you haven't I, already, I actually want to get into that. Like yeah. I've, I've sat, you know, I've sat and produced some things here at home, and right. you know, and made some, you know, some country records. Um, but nothing that's seen the light of day yet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's no, there's this, this one thing um, that I did back in '05 or no '07 um, on this girl named Alia Coley from the Bahamas, and uh, we did a song called "Feel My Heart," and it's kind of a, a, a country inspired, you know, kind of thing. It's it's a cool song. Cool. It's really fun, and you know, it's yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun. Song. <laughs> I need to go listen to that one. There you go. Yeah, I, I may post that one up on Facebook. Today. There we go. Cool. Yeah. We'll check Dude, it out. Yeah. It's it's really it's a cool song. Are you ready for twenty questions? Uh, I didn't know about twenty questions, but hey, I'm good for twenty Uh-oh, questions. Oh, here we go. I'll get started. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Tea. Meat or veggies? Oh. <laughs> Oh, Think healthy. <laughs> mm, this is a rough one. <laughs> I'm gonna go with veggies. Good, good answer. CD or vinyl? Oh, come on, it's vinyl. This, yeah, that's that's not a real question. <laughs> that's not real. Twitter or Facebook? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> We're stumping them. Yeah, that's that's a rough one. These are the easy ones. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> um, like I like them both for different reasons, but I, I, I like Twitter because it's really quick. You yeah, just, me too. You, you just get it done. You know, yeah. Facebook that'll be long and elaborate. I mean, you don't have yeah. to be, but yeah, um, I got gotcha. you. Twitter, yeah, I think I reach more people on Facebook, but I like Twitter better. Mac or PC? Ugh, this is another rough one. Um, well, they're kind of all the same now. Yeah. The, and and the reason why why I'm saying is I'm I'm an A plus certified computer repair tech. So hey, no way. I think I'll personally go with PC, um, mm. just because it's more um, customizable. Yeah, it's more yeah. customizable. You can so just kind of get yeah. in and do everything that you want. Detroit or New York City? Uh, Sorry for that one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Detroit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's home. Um, I love New York, but it's just so much stuff happening. It's just, yeah. you know, it, sometimes it just moves too fast. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder or Marvin Gray- Gay? Oh, my God. These are rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this is a rough one. Oh, man. Um, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gay. 
I'm going to have to go with Stevie Wonder. He wrote songs in the key of life, which is one of the greatest records to ever be made. So sure. I, I'm going to go with Stevie Wonder. That whole classic period between like 73 and 77. Yeah. That's yeah, it. It's, it's almost unmatched, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So Stevie Wonder. And I actually recorded with Stevie Wonder once. No. Oh, man. It was oh. a really, really cool thing. Oh, that's really amazing. Cool. Yes. Yeah, Stevie, he's great. Now, I think this one should be easier because I, I, I got a sense from your, from your Twitter and your bio. Style or substance? Substance, period. Yeah. There we period. go. Thumbs up. Yeah. Indie um, or major? Um, indie. Nice. Yeah, indie. Uh, you know, I mean, major is cool, but... Um, but Andy, we just kind of get to do what we really want to do. Yeah. So major, you you don't really get that a lot of times, you know, unless you have, you know, you've built a certain kind of clout and reputation in the industry. But that still doesn't come with, um, you know, maybe after like your first record, you know, after you've done a few, then yeah. okay, now we'll let you do your thing. You know, you've proven to us, you know, as we've expanded, as as you know, as we've expanded on your career. Yeah. We've let you add one more of your own songs each time that you're yeah. still successful. So yeah. now we'll let you handle it. But um, but and then, in, and then when the record flops, yeah. you're 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 dropped. And then you're gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with indie though. It's it's a lot of great music coming out of um, you know, just indie indie music in general, indie soul music, indie rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, indie is cool. Yeah. Canada or Scotland? I'm gonna go with Scotland. Oh, you you finally get one, Roz. I know. No People one ever says always Scotland. pick Canada. That's okay. That's good. Yeah, That's, I'm yeah. gonna go with Scotland. Though I do love Nova Scotia, though. Oh, really? Of all places. Oh, Nova Scotia. Is <laughs> well, you know that Nova Scotia is New Scotland, right? Well, there yeah, it is. So we're there going, goes. Wow. just going completely Scotland there. <laughs> yeah, in your face, Marcio. <laughs> Marcio, you lost. <laughs> you lost. Thanks. The Temptations or the Supremes? Um, I'll go with the Temps. Yeah, the Temps were one of the greatest male groups of all time. They kind of showed everyone how to do it. So, nice. yeah, the Temps were great. Spotify or Pandora? Um, hmm. I'm not really a big user of Spotify. I've probably logged in four or five times. Um, Pandora, I've always enjoyed. I've been using Pandora since I'm guessing maybe around 2000, 2001. And I've discovered a lot of new music through, um, you know, through Pandora. And I'm sure it's the same way, you know, with Spotify, maybe if you let it kind of shuffle or I don't know how, you know, how the system works. But um, but I've always really, really loved, um, really loved Pandora. Dr. Dre or Eminem? Huh. Um... <laughs> it's an interesting question, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. I guess it would be half what what we're talking about. I know because uh, you know, Eminem is a producer as well. Yeah. Uh, but but Dre is a rapper as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Overall. Overall. Oh man, I'm just go with Dr. Dre. There you go. I was going to say, without Dr. Dre, there may not be any Eminem. Where, so. where he is now. That's what <laughs> I was trying to say. This is true. Yeah, this is true. You know? Yeah, they, yeah. Dre was the one that just kind of put him out there. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Dre. Education or experience? Experience. Um, I, I, I was just, um, I, I was the feature performer at a, at a jam session a few weeks back. And that, that kind of came up. And and the reason being, so I don't. I think maybe somebody kind of asked that question directly. And I know a lot of kids who come out of, 
you know, who come out of uh, college. And, you know, just speaking to jazz in general, because you learn music theory and you learn how to play jazz in, you know, in college. But then when you get on stage with these guys who've been playing for the last 30 or 40 years, you can't play. You know, like you get your tail kicked all up and down the stage because you really don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm going to go with the experience thing, you know, because there are people who haven't gone to school, you know, to learn any of that stuff. Um, you know, but they just get on the stage and they make it happen. I mean, look at Roy Haynes. He's 90 years old and he's still playing drums. That's amazing. And, but he didn't go to school for that. You know, Coltrane didn't go to school for that. Yeah. Um, Nancy Wilson didn't go to school for that. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with experience. Yeah, I'm big on that. It's all yeah. about experience, man. Now, this is one of our famous questions. Okay. okay? <laughs> I'm scared of this one. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton with the power grab? <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> I thought that, I thought it was going to be a Michael versus Prince thing, but but oh my god, oh, that would be that. an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, let's do that instead. Michael versus Prince. <laughs> Michael versus Prince, and, and a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, Michael Bolton, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson, Prince, still Michael Jackson. Um, and the reason I say that. Um, is because Michael Jackson really didn't make any bad music. Hmm. Like for a really long time, you know, after 70, after 79, when uh, Off the Wall came out, up until the day that he left here, Michael's music was very consistent all across the board. You may not have liked one album. Like, I know he did that one album, Blood on the Dance Floor. Mm -hmm. That wasn't too, you know, that one wasn't too hot. But, you know, all of his music was really consistent until he left here. Prince, on the other hand, Kind of after Purple Rain, <laughs> which was 35 years ago. Oh, my God, things, really? Things just kind of, you know, it's like, what happened? Like, the only, the only album that I really like by Prince is his very first album, For You, mm. uh, which came out in, like, 77, 78. But he made, you know, I mean, he made a lot of bad music. This is my opinion. <laughs> you know, I mean... You know, I, I've, I've always thought that Prince was very overrated. You know, a lot of people won't like me for saying this, but these are, you know, these are my personal opinions. Yeah, of course. You know, he, he's a great songwriter, uh, great producer, great musician. You know, he can play and he can do all of that stuff. But, you know, a lot of his music just hasn't been consistently good. I'd pick Jackson. You know, and then the he stuff that he's doing now is like, what? I just, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I get it. Twerk no, or work? It. Twerk or work? Twerk. I'm gonna go with work. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever picks twerk. <laughs> I'm gonna go with work. <laughs> wow. Y'all not into the whole twerking thing. <laughs> Ross Man. does it every day. So he wakes himself up in the morning. You, you, you twerk. You, you morning. Start working until he twerks. You jump out of bed and and twerk. Twerking and then he starts working. Okay. Hey, I mean to each his own. Ross, make it happen. <laughs> um, Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? I, I, is that real? <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's real. We're gonna we're gonna completely do this to Ricky Martin. You don't like Ricky Gervais? Do you, do you like Ricky Gervais? Yeah, absolutely. I like yeah. Ricky Gervais. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, um, but no, Ricky Martin, eh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not, no. Whale or kale? Quail? Whale, whale, or, or, whale. Or, or kale? Um, I haven't had whale before. 
Um, well, we're not I, saying to eat it. <laughs> we're just oh, saying in general. Just <laughs> in general. It doesn't really make sense. As, as, a, as an overall kind of concept, which one do you love more? Whale or kill? I'm going to go with whale. And it's funny, one of, one of my favorite animals is actually the sperm whale. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm not sure why, but as <laughs> I've been in fashion hey, We won't with, ask. No, yes, question. All right. Bet Midler or the Riddler? Bet. Midler. She's great, eh? She is one of my all-time favorites. No way! No kidding! That's another surprise. Uh, uh, it's funny, actually. A lot of people say that, and a lot of people that you wouldn't really expect to... Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. You know, she may be one of those people you asked a question before yeah, that yeah. people that I listen to that people may be like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> but Beth Midler is just... I mean, she's an amazing vocalist. Amazing. I love her acting. She's great. Like, her and Streisand are two of my top... No kidding, know. eh? Oh, yeah, I love those two. <laughs> but Bette Midler, though. Cool. Yeah. And your Last final question. question. Yeah. Sorry about now, this in advance. Yeah, you know, if you thought the others were... Well, I mean, you might find this question easy. Who knows? Okay. Ross or Marcio? Uh, <laughs> Keeping in mind, I'm also a singer-songwriter. <laughs> produce my own stuff, too. I'm going to go with Marcio. Yeah! Finally, go on. I See, I didn't want to. No I didn't want to fight. Me. I didn't want to fight for that because I felt that you really needed this, Marcio. Need yeah, I'm, I'm going to go this. with Marcio, but but Marcio. But but because, because Ross already won today. Oh, I see. He's <laughs> he already won. A lot too, right? I went with Canada, but, but so it, I'll it, pick it's not, but, but don't take it as a sympathy win, though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this means something to me, man. Yeah, but yeah, he got Scotland, so I'll give it to you. Right, you right, know, right. this is like Marcio winning an Oscar or a Grammy. Like, this is... This is one of the pinnacles of his career. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to do that. Maybe I'll put, like, a, a plaque together. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Would and, be like, and, and, like, send it. And, like, send you know it. that he'll, he'll take it everywhere with him. It'll be like, you know, how some people have, like, a little dog in their uh, in their uh, When I, when their I get bag. anxious, I, like, just kind of rub yeah. it. And just kinda like, That's so uh, funny. So I have to make sure it's kind of small, it's something kind of pocket size. Yes. So you can just kind of have it with you. Yes, I'll, exactly. I'll make it happen. I'm I'm gonna make it happen, dude. This has been so great. This is yeah, thank this you is, so much is, for sharing your 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 time with us and uh, problem your experience and all your all your knowledge and and just being so open and spreading love. That's what hey, that's what it's about. Love, love. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I need to write a song. You have to, man. Yeah, we'll 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 see. So we'll everyone needs to go to your website, which is bwilliamsmusic.com. That's it. And they can get to everything right from my website. Yeah, bwilliamsmusic. This is your Twitter and your Facebook too, right? Yeah, everything is right there. I mean, yeah, awesome. bwilliamsmusic is everything. So That's good. Keep it consistent, man. Keep it Absolutely. easy for people to find you. Yeah. Awesome. And Absolutely. if you want to hear what I'm up to, go to marcianavelli.com. I'm currently writing for my second solo album. And uh, I've got some music coming out, so check it's it out. Very cool. Yeah, and if you want to see what I'm up to, you'll find me at electrickiwi.co.uk. I design websites for bands and musicians, and uh, I have a blog there that I, I write in, and I'd love you to read some stuff and share. And... Don't read it. Yeah, I know. Like, my I'm actually going to check it out. Don't do it. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Come back again soon, okay? I sure will. You all have yeah, you all have a good oh uh, is it day and day and all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, it is it is afternoon for me yeah, and it's, it's just early afternoon. evening for us. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you yeah, all what, have. What time is it where day. you are right now? Wait, uh, no, you're, you're in Detroit, two, right? Yeah, it's two two oh eight. Yeah, yeah, we're in the same time zone. I'm in Toronto. Okay. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. yeah, perfect. Ross is the only one that's like 7 p.m. right now. Yeah, 7 p.m. for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I'm in the future. He's in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if we're still around. You have a good day. You have a good evening. And, um, and I'll definitely come back again soon. You all just let me know. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.